Hey, I want you to listen to this. Tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. I wait, wait. I don't even want to see. Okay. First, I was going to show you because I don't. I, it's I, giving me like knockoff Beverly Hills Cop vibes. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Oh. Unsolved Mysteries. It is the theme music. I don't know the music that well to Unsolved Mysteries. For How is that possible? I don't know if I would have recognized it either, but I think I might have felt that like 80s, 90s sense yeah. of recognition. I got the that right you era. Know felt. Yeah. That was one of my favorite shows was as a it, kid. What did you like about it? I liked it because the things they were talking about were, shall we say, Mysterious. unsolved and they were <laughs> mysteries. <laughs> You are listening to Weird Religion. Hey, I'm Brian Doak. I'm Leah Payne. This is Weird Religion. A podcast for people who know religion is weird, but love it anyway. Leah's back with her Scarlett Johansson voice. I am. I have another cold. I'm in a never-ending kid-related cold cycle. You, you just roll with it. <laughs> I do. You just I roll do. with you it. You just have to keep living, um, living your life. We, 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 we struggled with the start of the school year this year with sicknesses, like during the first two oh weeks gosh. of school. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. like, That's no. That's what happens. Um, yeah. Not COVID, just so you know. But n- not yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we are. I, I played you the Unsolved Mysteries because I had a doozy of an Unsolved Mystery come across my social feeds. Okay. On Twitter, all over the place, on Reddit, all over the place, okay. on, just on the internet generally. And I thought I could, I, could, I could tell you about it Okay. all by way of briefing you and the non-caring really that much about the UFO world, right. I mean, about the news know, and I the care. updates. I'm just saying I care about the same amount as I care about the Renfair world, which is not small. Um, (laughs) does that mean like lords and ladies and horses and (laughs) dukes and knights? You know, I'm just, I like just on this side of dressing up and going to one of those. I'll go to one of those and, you know, be like mead and listen to songs. Mead and Vikings. (laughs) I went to comic, I went to the Rose City Comic Con for the fourth year in a row this year. How was it? Was it glorious? I wouldn't call it that. I've been unlikely attender there. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've, it's grown on me in some ways. In some ways, I'll never quite get into the like salacious anime right. side of that world. Oh yes, that's not my thing. The salacious right. anime side of that world is just. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's good. I'm not here to comment it's or just judge. Not your scene. It is not my scene at all. Right. And so when I see it, I'm just like. That's that's like you're outside of the target okay. demographic. I, I'm outside of the demographic. Now, if there was like a huge rock climb or mountain climbing crew, sure. If that but, was a component. Uh, Brian would uh, be like, yeah, this but, is my but totally unconnected. But I see the connection. <laughs> um, I wanted to also use this opportunity to talk about this unsolved mystery. Number one, this is my roadmap for the episode. Number one, there's an unsolved mystery that's okay. that's come back into the news with a vengeance recently. Wonderful. That many people would probably not know about, but I want to make you know about it. Okay. (laughs) Then number two, I want to talk to you about a wild conspiracy theory that's come up around this unsolved mystery. Okay. Yes. All of that, all of that by way of updating you all on the fact that there has been a major U.S. congressional hearing on UFOs in July of 2023. So what has happened in the aftermath of those hearings? Wonderful. I love it. I was just today thinking... 
I need a UFO. I mean, this is, but here's the, here's the joy. And, and this is why I think that we can connect with the fans on the UFO thing. Cause it's not, this is not just about UFOs. No, this is about, this is going to be about the military. This is going to be about the stigma of mental health issues. Yes. This is going to be about unsolved mysteries and nineties television. Okay. This is going to be about our fear of flying. Great. And it's going to be about our newly almost daily renewed sense that the end of the world is right around the corner. I mean, what more could you want out of just, an afternoon? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely Love nothing. It. This Love is it. what I want. I am doing what I want to do right now. Here we go. Okay. Where do we start? Where so, does the mystery begin? The mystery the mystery begins with, let's say it begins with the congressional hearing. Now, this happened in July, late July. Okay. And there were three individuals, two former um, military people, um, um, one named Ryan Graves and another named um, um, David Fravor, okay. both of whom have been part of military operations that saw things they couldn't explain. Yes. And videos were leaked. Wait, are these a couple of people who have had other, you know, like they weren't, they had some mental health issues? Or, no, okay. no. These are there was the one guy I remember that okay, had the okay. mental health issue. We're going to get to this because oh, this okay. is super, this is, no, you're, you're, you're on top of it okay. already. You're, you're, you're almost there. I was wondering. So, so these guys, Ryan Graves and David Fravor are, are, are military guys. They're pilots. They are not known as grifters. They are not making a quick buck off this. Okay. They just were in planes and saw things like a sphere within a cube flying through the sky. Wow. I believe it was part of one of the things. They've seen things that have been on, uh, apparently have been recorded that have not been released to the public. Okay. So they were two of the people. And the other person, his name is David Grush. David Grush. David Grush is a U.S. counterintelligence official, worked for the Air Force, was an Afghanistan vet. Wow. Is somebody who every high-level person who's worked with him has said that he has, quote, an impeccable, has impeccable credentials. Okay. The Solicitor General. <laughs> I'm getting out. No, he's not, he's, now, he's, I'm got, to, he's got I'm, his hands I'm in the air. I'm going into full mode here. <laughs> the so <laughs> Sorry. That was, it's the, just like he's leaning in. The Solicitor General of the U.S. intelligence community. Okay. By the way, just so you know who the Solicitor General is, the Solicitor General is like the lawyer for the CIA. Right. Heard okay. his claims, his full behind closed doors testimony and said, quote, the testimony is urgent and credible. Oh. So this is like not a thing that just like, if you're saying that these people are lying, you're now getting, you're now getting in trouble yourself because you're like, wait, I'm saying the Solicitor General of the our intelligence community is lying on like, right so we're not whatever we're dealing with here we could be dealing with delusion and vision and total inco but just wild incoherence right right but you cannot say we're dealing with lies I, right. I, I just think i'm such a patriot that i'm not willing to believe that the solicitor general of the u.s intelligence communities is lying about evidence being credible and urgent when he sees it you know it's interesting i don't want to like get us too far off the yeah, rails. Just go for it. We're but what I think is interesting, I was listening to you appeal to authority, mm -hmm. like appeal to I did. the, now I'm not saying that that was an illegitimate appeal, but I, I hear what you say. You're, you're appealing to the professional class, right? Like yeah. no professional would do that. I'm, I'm also a professional and not a populist. So I appreciate that. Yeah, very carry much, on, carry very on. much, um, very much. And, um, I'm not saying that they're always right, but I'm just saying, I hear what you're doing there. Yep. Um, 
Okay. So, and this solicitor general, by the way, was at this testimony, was there, was physically there. Wow. So part of this testimony involved David Grush using a word that I think is just a funny word. And I actually wish I could find it to just play it from the hearing, but I can't find it. I'm not going to look for okay, it. Okay, what is it? The word is David Grush in the, in the hearing in front of Congress. This is like, you can go to jail for lying about this. Said that the U.S. has retrieved, quote, non-human biologics. Wow. Biologics. Biologics. Just, you just say that word over and over again. But biologics. Instead of, so it's not an animal. I mean, non- it's not any other kind of homo sapien. Human biologics. Not even... Not saying a body, really. Mm-hmm. Like, are mm-hmm. we talking about like, like, like biological, like goo, like blood, like guts? Oh, that's a good. Question. Are we talking about a brain? Okay. Like, why use that term biologics? It's like a way of avoiding saying even what it could be. Yeah. I here's another moment from the hearing that I just thought was so funny. One thing that was so great about this hearing is that it had Matt Gates. Yes, that Matt Gates. Oh gosh. Okay. Metaphorically linking arms side by side with AOC. Okay. On the floor of the hearing to basically care about an issue together with no conflict among them. Do you know what I love about Just politics? Just think about that. Scenes like this. What in the world? So I'm looking at a scene. <laughs> I want to show you this scene I'm about to play. You have AOC in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. With yep. Jamie Raskin right next to her wearing a do-rag because he's had cancer and he's in recovery. Oh, wow. Okay. But he looks kind of cool with it, right? Yeah. Kind of adds to like the mystique. Kind of adds to the mystique. And I want to just play you a clip of like what she's asking. And I just listen to these words. These are being uttered on the floor on a subcommittee on national security of the United States wow. government. Listen. During this hearing that I wanted to pick up on. Um, this is Mr. AOC. Graves, you mentioned specifically during the answers to one of your questions, you named Boeing contractors um, being engaged in an incident regarding this red cube about a football, um, a football field. Did, did you just did you just hear that? Yes. <laughs> a, yes. A red cube about the size of a football <laughs> field. I just want to pause and say that AOC was in a national subcommittee on national security on television questioning a witness about his claim that our government is in possession of a red cube the, about the size, size of a football, of a field. football <laughs> field. Where is it? Roswell? It must be at a, at a football. It could be. It could maybe be it's McMinnville. at a football field. Maybe it's, maybe it's in McMinnville. Mm-hmm. Okay, that just that was a point in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So in the aftermath of this though, okay, let's go to the mental health stigma. Topic near and dear to my heart as okay. my wife is, is a therapist. Um, So only a few days after this, um, a website called The Interceptor published a story revealing it was a, some say, a shocking smear piece on David Grush. Oh. The main, the yes. Main. Okay. So that has a vague, that rings a bell for me. So why? What's the smear piece? The smear that they ran on him, which apparently they had to get this information only from somebody in government who could release it. So they're like violating his FERPA, his <sighs> medical information. That and can you believe it? HIPAA. Hi, yeah, hi, FERPA. FERPA's yeah, the educational. FERPA's ours. FERPA is okay. education's yes. version of HIPAA. We can't tell you about HIPAA students. violation. Right. Your medical information is private, right? They ran a thing talking about the fact that he received treatment, just get ready for it, for being depressed and having PTSD because he's a war veteran. Oh, okay. So right? that's not. So 
what are they trying to say? Like he, he had thoughts of maybe taking his own life. He struggled with alcohol. He sought help. Right. And he is in treatment for this. He is also been. So that doesn't really like, I mean, that, that could account for many, many, many people who have experienced trauma and go so, on with so, their lives. So they're and, saying like, right. but the idea is like maybe they tried to smear him, but they didn't realize how this mm. would backfire on, let's say anyone Gen X and younger mm-hmm. and anyone who's not an enlightened above Gen X. I know you're out there. We, we, we <laughs> but like, you know we what I mean? You, like, we hear you. Like, like millennials and Gen Z are not going to see mental health issues as actually right. something that makes a person untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, what are they thinking? Trying to win hearts and minds here. But maybe the idea was that they were trying to basically say, don't you dare go share or we can release. But this is like the best smear they can find in the guy is to say he was. That seems like a stretch. Right. Yes. Right. I've worked with many people who have similar circumstances. I'll, I'll just ask old oh, listeners. Have any of you like sought therapy for problems or for, for, for substance abuse? And good does, good does for it, you for does, doing Does that. that make you an untrustworthy person? Right. Right. Like just, no, un- no, no, un- no. so the unbelievable gaffe on their part, if mm-hmm. that's what they were trying to do. You know what? I mean, I wish that Susan were here to talk with us about this, but this actually makes me side note. This yeah. makes me very sad and frustrated and angry really because yes. many of the people who I love the most have struggled with these and, and I, and, and who I trust the most. So I don't know. We don't usually strike such a serious right, tone, but right. I'm having kind of serious yeah, feelings I know, right? about it. No, it, it really, because it raises this, it raises this amazing issue of like that there was actually an attempt to, to smear somebody on the basis. Also an attempt to smear is that maybe, maybe he has, whether diagnosed or not, I'm not totally sure. I think it's kind of public. I think, I think um, David Grush himself has talked openly about the fact that right. maybe he has some, and I don't even know the correct language to use, so forgive me, but like he's somewhere on like the autism spectrum too. Oh, okay. The idea yeah. that that would make him not credible. So I'm already really just, frustrated right, by the attempt right? to capitalize on our kind of natural tendency or national tendencies to stigmatize people right. outside the typical, you know, stream. So, so okay. So, so I'm with you is what I'm saying. So this all was like playing. You're taking me on a journey. I'm taking you on a journey. Yep. So this was all playing out in the aftermath of the hearings, right? And okay. like, so the UFO community, uh, community was just going bonkers about this idea of trying to like smear him basically. And that's all they had. Right. That's all they've got. Oh boy. Um, he did this long interview. Um, interestingly, uh, David Grush did on this um, particular um, YouTube channel with this guy named um, Jesse Michaels, Michelle's Jesse Michelle's or Michaels. I'm not okay. totally sure how to pronounce his name, but Jesse. And it was kind of, it's interesting because it's very much a, it's very much a young person focused YouTube show. It's very hey. much Gen Z focused. Okay. So it's the idea, even just thinking about the marketing of this whole thing like how to market it and like presenting these ideas to younger people in a way that is more engaging. Okay. So this video that I'm about to play for is from the, the interview with Jesse, David Grush. Um, I'll just play a clip from it so you can like hear his voice and the kind of tone and, and the sort of language that he's using. Okay. And we'll post the, 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 the link. When you're running a secret UFO program, this is the host. you have people working on the UFOs and then you have people working on throwing the public off the trail and basically ensuring that they have no idea what you're doing. The official Air Force reply has long been that there is no cover-up. No cover-up. No cover-up. No cover-up. You can hear the touches. I love that. On screen, UFOs are classified two points higher than even the H-bomb. In fact, it is the most highly classified subject. You know, I've seen subject. conventional programs. You compartment it so much. This is you know, David Some Grush. people don't know really what they're working on. Yeah. Only the people that have the top-level accesses can look down uh, on all facets of the pyramid, as we say. And, and that, that hinders progress. And then certainly with this subject, yeah. when you're trying to uh, crack an unknown unknown, mm-hmm. um, that kind of obtuse security doesn't help either. So. When you say unknown unknown, you know, is it the, 
USB drive to a caveman analogy, where it's like yeah. the caveman doesn't know information theory, doesn't have a computer to plug the USB drive yeah. into, and we just don't even know where to start in terms of reverse engineering things. Well, yeah, things, it's, yeah or... it's like it's like other people have given the analogies, like giving Galileo a TI TI eighty three plus graphing calculator. They open <laughs> it up and they see circuitry, and they're like, "Well, what is even this? I don't even... have a concept of a transistor." So he's talking about the material we've oh, recovered. Okay. Why we why we don't know how to reverse engineer it because we're like Galileo and the, the, the others have the, the calculator. Okay. Okay. So just fascinating. A lot of fascinating moments from that interview. Um, there was, uh, there were other, there was a very, very, very famous and popular, um, episode of a podcast. You may have heard of Joe Rogan. Oh yes. Of so, course. Um, on the Joe Rogan show, we had, um, two individuals, Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp. Jeremy Corbell's kind of like a He's kind of like the one of the main marketers and like promoters of the UFO stuff. Right. A lot of people say, you know, he he definitely is a grifter, definitely making money on this. This is his living. He's a YouTuber and a podcaster and stuff, but he's not known for making the most egregious like claims and stuff. Okay. He's trying to be legitimate. And George Knapp is like an old timer in the community. Okay. And one of the things that I thought was the best moment from that interview, and I listened to it, it was like three and a half hours. This is the only thing that would bring me to Joe Rogan, okay? <laughs> Oh, Joe, just keep doing the UFO stuff. I had another stuff thing that brought me to Joe Rogan. Oh, really? We'll talk about. Oh, no, go ahead and say it. It's fine. Um, well, because for some reason he got really into Larry, a Larry Norman song. Oh, yes. He's I like saw one of the online. godfathers of Christian rock. Yes. yes. Um, Larry Norman of, had some wild lyrics. About I absolutely like, about like love here, here's Larry why Norman you don't songs. want to do drugs because it's like all this wild like oh imagery. It's, a, it's a great song why yeah. don't you look into Jesus and he yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. gonorrhea yeah and, yeah 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 I, I, yes. and like drug use and mm -hmm. anyhow and it, I don't it, like he just starts playing it on a show and then starts talking about it and it's very you know Joe Rogan esque I guess I don't really I don't listen to his podcast but I had to listen to that part anyhow proceed it was interesting. Yeah, so one of the things that became the topic of this Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp, Joe Rogan conversation was this issue. And this has been really one of the main topics that's, that was talked about during the summer of 2023 and into the fall, which is this. If the government does have this stuff and if they are hiding it, why are they hiding it? Why can't they just tell us? And the inside scoop that these guys say, this is classic UFO community speak. They say they hear, they've heard from their sources that okay. the reason it can't be shared... <laughs> is because it's too disturbing to even hear it. What? <laughs> that does not seem right. And when you hear and when, if people would hear it it would essentially upend our society to a point that we couldn't handle it. Oh my goodness. Some of these theories for example include but are not limited to the following. Mm -hmm. Number 1, at some known time in the near future, maybe 2027 has been a date that's been floated in conspiracy communities lately. The aliens are going to, let's say, quote, end the experiment. What? Wait, are we the experiment in this like very ominous sounding? What do you think? <laughs> uh oh. So that. So see, it does kind of get a little bit spooky fast. So yes. that or the idea that this is very sinister. The idea that we are a we we are something like a Petri dish or a zoo. OK. For them. Okay. And that might be disconcerting or combined with that, the idea that the U.S. government, and this has had a lot of traction among high level people murmuring right. that the U.S. government has actually had contact with these non-human beings and has have made a deal with them that they can kind of like, you know, mutilate and abduct some of us for, you know, their purposes. Wait, and do the spooky molder. Oh yeah, shoot. Spooky, spooky molder. That they can abduct and mutilate some spooky of us molder. for yes. their purposes 
in, in exchange for giving us a little boost on some tech here and there. Oh. And if we found that out. We would freak. What would we do though? Realistically, what could we do? If you found out that our government was giving away like thousands of people oh, to like right. yeah, experiments and death. Our in government. Order, okay. In order, or, or aerospace companies. I missed the entirety of the conspiracy theory. Yes. So that okay. would be bad, right? Okay. Or even just people finding out. I mean, this is the religious angle, the weird religious angle, one might say. Spooky Mulder. You know, you find out it has something to do with like a religious thing. Like they're like, yeah, religion, that thing you guys have, which is religion. You Something about this, we would know that all of it is wrong and that this other thing is like a different like simulation style reality or something uh -huh. like that that would basically uh -huh. invalidate everything that everyone believes in. Okay, what this is bringing to mind, this is going to be feel like such a left turn, mm -hmm. is an article that I was assigned to read in graduate school mm -hmm. written in 1970, mm. published in 1970, called Prophetic Failure and Chiliastic Identity. Oh, I've, I've heard the of The case that. of Jehovah's Witnesses. Yes. And it's basically, a, it's a sociological we'll link, we're gonna article. Link, we're going to link this. We're going to mm -hmm. link it on JSTOR mm -hmm. right here. I got it right now. Yes, and it's basically a sociological argument article mm -hmm. that explores what happens when communities that emphasize prophecy, mm -hmm. what happens when those prophecies fail, Yes, among other things. But just the whole, um, the feeling that I got when you were talking about, it could mean this, it could mean that, the right, time is near. Right, right. You know, it felt not dissimilar to communities like the Jehovah's Witnesses mm -hmm. who have had many failed prophecies mm -hmm. and I should say many charismatic and Pentecostal communities would fall into that. I've had a couple of failed too, prophecies per right. personally. And then, you know, <laughs> how times. do you reform yourself or re-articulate your, uh, your past or your reality mm -hmm. in the face of those failures? What happens if these UFO prophecies don't come true? Yeah, exactly. What do you think? Well, I mean, communities are very resilient. And they yes. will reconstitute themselves in many ways. They will keep going. They will come up with reasons. Uh, okay. I, I want to use that because that's actually really good. That's a great bridge. Okay. To now the centerpiece here from which we started this. The unsolved mystery. Oh gosh, dun, dun, I can't dun, dun, wait. Dun, 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 in 2014, on March 8th, an airplane took off from... Um, Kuala Lumpur International Airport in Malaysia to fly to Beijing, China. Okay. It disappeared completely. Hmm. It's never been recovered and no one has any idea what happened. It was it was full of people. Um, 227 passengers Wait, and 12 when, crew. When was it? This was in, on March 8th, 2014. Oh, okay. Um, the search, sort of like a lost situation? This, Exactly. The search for this plane became, and I'm, I'm quoting from the Wikipedia article here, you can just find basic facts, one of the most expensive searches in the history of aviation. Wow. Finding basically nothing. A couple of shards were found that some people claimed might have been part. And here's the weird thing about it. The aircraft behaved in a way at a certain point that seemed to be a little odd, kind of like swerving and then turning in a direction it shouldn't have turned in and just lost track of it. Okay. Simplest explanation something went wrong and it went into the sea. Much of the investigation focused on the pilot trying to go back into his life and be like, did he what basically did he lead it on a, a suicide mission? Okay. So again, with the mental health, again, with the mental health thing, but it's, you know, it's just not clear. Um, all this kind of stuff. It just, uh, it, it just, it just isn't clear. However, a very, very, very bizarre thing has come up. 
Okay. Apparently there was a video that was uploaded to the internet by someone named Regicide Anon. This is the username, Regicide Anon. Okay. And I think this video was uploaded in 2014 itself. Although my 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 okay. date my dating on when this video was uploaded is a little bit hazy. So a name that means killing a king anonymous. Killing the king anonymous. And okay. I want to show you this video. Oh boy. There's gonna be some narration, but wow. there's gonna be some things our audience can't see. Don't worry, audiences, you can watch this video. This is only a 44 second clip. It's kind of like thermal picture in your mind if you want to get a mental image. Picture like thermal radar imagery. Right. And let's watch what happens in this clip to this, what is, and so we're looking at an airplane. Okay. Two viral videos that allegedly proves teleportation of MH370 is taking the internet by storm. In March 2014, the flight carrying 239 people went missing and the search for them still continues. Now, a viral FLIR footage that dates back to June 2014 shows three mysterious dots circling around a plane before it vanishes into thin air. Things gets more interesting. D- did you just see that? I did see that. So three orbs are circling this plane on radar and then suddenly the plane goes into a black hole. Uh-oh. As another satellite video from May 2014 shows the same incident. Okay, so it is from 2014. Okay. And from a different POV. Lot of forums have been actively trying to either prove it's real. Did you just see that? I did. I did. Here's what people are saying. Okay. From the video itself and from some only partly redacted coordinates in the bottom of the video, they're suggesting that this is a leak from like ch- maybe Chinese or US military technology. And the coordinates suggest that where this is being filmed is at the place where the MH370 Malaysian air flights disappeared. Okay. So the idea is that maybe the government <laughs> is suppressing knowledge, direct video knowledge that this plane The Chinese was, government or the US government. Or, or some government okay. knows that it was abducted by orbs flying orbs flew around it and it went into like some other dimension. Wow. Now, savvy watchers of TV will notice that this actually kind of, first of all, notice that there is a Netflix TV show on the MH370 mystery that just came out. Oh. Somewhat recently. We'll post a link there. Haven't watched it. What's it called? uh, It's called, I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Oh man, I can't find it. Okay, I'll, I'll put a link to it. I thought the thing I was pulling up was the link, but it's not. I think it's just called like Malaysian Air or something. Okay. Um, some have compared it to the TV show Manifest, which apparently I was there's, there's say a that TV show called Manifest. I remember Manifest, that vaguely. Also on Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, let's just say that the UFO communities have gone wild about this. Oh, I'm sure. Just bonkers. <laughs> now, some Where do these people go bonkers? Mostly Reddit, or? Reddit and Twitter. Okay. X. okay. Twitter's, are, are we now calling it X or are we not? I don't know. I don't it's want confusing. to. It's confusing. Let's just go with I don't, Twitter. I don't want any of this stuff to be real. I just I want Twitter to be what it was. Like I didn't circa, even use it. I just don't. Yeah, it, I I did I and I it, it makes me sad. Anyway, Jeez. it's a whole other conversation um, to have about you that. You know what? I, can I confess something to you? I know we only have a two, this minute, is two a minutes here. This is a safe space. Confess. I don't really like threads. I don't like the vibe of it. I don't like the really? things people Why are posting. Why don't you like it? I just don't like it. It just seems weird. It seems like the best and the brightest are not there. By the way, weird religion is now on threads. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. I'm there. I feel like people haven't really migrated. It's like people are trying to trying to keep it nice. And I maybe it's just my algorithm. I'm just getting weird stuff. I on finally there. got a code to blue sky, by the by. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, it feels the most akin to Twitter, but okay. no one has figured out how to do DMs, I think. And that was oh, a pretty geez. important function of the anyhow. 
So people are saying that there, there's been a debunking of the video though. And the debunking says that there are some graphic signatures that suggest that there's a graphic software program that might have been used to create it. Okay. However, and this is what I love with, with reference to your prophetic failure article. What do you do if a conspiracy is debunked? You go, you go further into the conspiracy. You go double conspiracy. Yes, you do. You have to. I, this is a post on, on Twitter here. Someone says, this is just my opinion. I think the satellite video was compromised. So DOD hired a contractor to create a fake one in order to muddy the waters. Right. Okay. I just, you gotta yes, look you have to. I, that's the thing is the video evidence stuff. I just don't, it's, you know, it's hard to find that to be particularly compelling in part because of the double conspiracy theory. You, like get the the, down. you get the double down. You get the double down. There are people. One thing that is really fascinating me by way of 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 just 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 wonder and awe in the in a pleasant sense at the communities who have engaged in this. It's just the level of intricate knowledge. I'll post a couple of the Reddit threads if people want proof of this. The length to which people have gone gone to try to show either that this is legit or not is bringing some people out of the woodwork. Can I say the thing? Let's that, just say that <laughs> to me, the thing that is fascinating is how people. Like when I think about it as a religion scholar, mm. what constitutes authority? Like oh. who has the right to say, this is the video. Oh. And I think that we could apply that to any number of worshiping communities. I think UFO or no. Now more than ever, I do think we need to make a spooky Mulder spooky t-shirt. Mulder. Oh yeah. Let's revive the merch. Like yesterday. I, if you want that merch, tell us if we, if we, if we receive even the mildest groundswell of support <laughs> we for need no Mulder, encouragement, we're going to do it. This has been a production of Weird Religion. A podcast for people who know religion is weird but love it anyway. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Follow us into the ocean. Allow your heart to blossom. Retreat into the gorgeous and haunted forests of your mind. Find us there. <laughs>